Hello and welcome back to Barrel Stadium. Uh, guys, this is a uh, this is a milestone episode for us. We've hit double digits, episode ten uh, for Barrel State Podcast, and a lot of thanks goes to these guys that we have on here today: uh, Brandon Judge, Michael, Justin. Thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. We have the usual crew uh, back with us today. How are you guys doing today? I'm um, good. good. How about you? That's good to hear, guys. Good to hear. So much stuff going on in in the the news and in the world. Um, it's it's good to see that you know with this podcast we can come on here. We could talk about you know some positive things each week. Some things that um, we're looking forward to um, here in the state of Kentucky. Instead of just talking about all the the negative uh, that we could spend you know days talking about. So uh, with that being said. I know one thing that all of us here at Barrel State Podcast are looking forward to is uh, the upcoming college football season. We've talked about college football in here quite a bit, um, and um, it's something that we're we're all kind of looking forward to if we have a season. I mean, who knows? We still don't know for sure. It's looking more and more like we're going to have football in the fall, um, how that's going to look with with fans and things. We've debated that in the past, but we really don't know, you know, if there's going to be – fans in the stand uh, or not. So um, today, as you can see, we got some of us already wearing our blue. Justin Jutz are in their Kentucky blue. Uh, Michael, where's your blue at? Oh, see, he <laughs> he ain't going to cooperate. Man, this is an all-blue show except we have our token uh, UofL fan down there in the corner. Now, <laughs> you are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> he, he obviously didn't get the blue memo. Michael, we're gonna no. deduct, we're gonna deduct ten bucks from your paycheck for not wearing. Well, I'm sorry that um, well, I no yeah. longer have the uh, Blue Balls of Destiny softball T-shirt. So I guess maybe that hey, would that oh, count? This is a kid show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <No>, Justin, <laughs> I'm good at picking. Good at picking the names. <laughs> so hey, what, let's talk about it. Let's. You, I mean, we have. <laughs> oh God. No, we're not gonna talk about that. But listen, we're gonna talk yeah, no, about. No. We're we're gonna talk about uh, th- this rivalry here. Since we have a Louisville fan here on with us, um, I mean, the Kentucky Louisville football rivalry has has heated. You know, it's heated up quite a bit in recent years because Kentucky used to be horrible uh, at football. We know that. <laughs> Still are, but. And see, let, Michael, you, you make little comments, but here's here's my opinion, though. <laughs> Strong opinion. This might hurt your feelings. But in my opinion, <sighs> I believe that Kentucky football has surpassed Louisville's program altogether. What do you think about that? I think you're full of crap. That's what I think, first of all. <laughs> Give it to me. What, what, how am I wrong? Okay, so – I'll I'll give you that you all do play in a tougher conference. So you all may not have the higher winning percentage that an ACC team may have. But you're looking at you all have money to just spend unlimitedly on football. But yet, yeah, you're getting good players, but they're not staying. They're – you know, you've got the Benny Snell. He's just – he did his three years and left. He didn't care about Kentucky football. He just wanted to make his name and just move on to the NFL. So – and I just think that 
the while well, U of L went through a struggle with Petrino at the end, I think uh, our new coach is really building a solid foundation for for U of L to surpass Kentucky again. That, but that wasn't again, my question. My 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 point was Kentucky has surpassed Louisville. Do you agree with that? No, I don't agree. Anybody else want to chime in before I roast this kid? I mean, uh, I just yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, it's sad. It it really is sad what we've seen the University of Louisville turn into. Like <laughs> I don't have any I don't have any hard feelings because I was just, you know, I've been kind of uh, just taught to just can't stand that school, but um, it is sad because Louisville is like the epitome of everything wrong with sports in general. They what? get caught doing they get caught doing everything wrong. Their coaches are so caught up in corruption, it isn't even funny. From football to basketball, hell, they're even the baseball team's probably doing something wrong, and they're probably gonna get caught eventually. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Just go to ESPN, type in Louisville, you're going to see a lot. That's all. Okay, I, I'll, I, I'll get you on that point. But, you know, we've turned a corner. You know, we realized that the football coach was doing shady stuff to the players. The basketball coach, I'm not even going to bring that up because we all know. I mean, I'm not even going to try to defend L basketball of the past five, six years being yeah, a straight-A program. What's but, <laughs> but we've – I mean, also I think you had that win-first mentality that um, Jurich kind of embedded in the whole program that, you know, it doesn't matter if rules or not, we want to win. And, you know, we won a cut. We won for a while there, but eventually it all came crumbling down. And I think the new president, the new AD, is building a foundation that – Integrity before before winning is the way to go. Brandon, did you want to chime in? I just don't think Louisville's been anything since Lamar. <laughs> Here, let me let me hit you with some ra- oh, rational reasons why oh, why Kentucky has surpassed Louisville. Not only has Louisville not been really even a challenge for Kentucky in the last three years. I mean, we can we can go back and look at the scores. But three three years in a row, Kentucky has pretty much wiped the floor with Louisville. And that's – I mean, in, in, Hold when, on, you're talking, talking, when you're talking what, football. What are we talking about? We're talking football is what we're No, talking. I'm pretty sure you all won last oh, year, but we won a year before. No, it's been three nope. years. The past two years. At least the past two years. It's been three. So three years in a row, Kentucky has, has beat Louisville – um, and if you look at recruiting-wise, I mean, the whole reason why Louisville has not been able to p- compete with Kentucky is because Kentucky is just simply out-recruiting Louisville at every single position. They're dominating in-state recruiting, dominating Louisville across the board nationally when you look at national recruiting rankings. Kentucky is bringing in grown men on the lines, on the offensive and defensive lines, and Louisville just can't compete. I mean, we ran the ball down. Kentucky ran the ball down Louisville's throat last year, and there was nothing they could do about it. I mean – Okay, have, well, there was, you know, a, a monsoon going through the whole state of Kentucky to where you Michael, couldn't throw the ball. Michael, I mean, we can make excuses all day, but two years in a row, we've, we've ran the ball oh, so down now, your oh, throat. Oh, so now it's two years. Two years in a row, we've ran the ball down your throat. What's your excuse the year yeah, before? Right. Was there a hurricane before the, the monsoon last year? I mean – 
we have dominated Louisville in the running game. And that all boils down to out-recruiting Louisville in the state and across the nation, getting the best uh, big guys across the, the line of scrimmage. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, y'all. It's, you know, Louisville <laughs> fans, Louisville fans are Louisville fans, but they're only Louisville fans to a certain point. Because my my neighbor, Jeffrey, the other day, he's a diehard Louisville fan. The other day, saw him wearing a blue shirt. So that's all I'm saying is they're starting to see the blue wave, too, and they're jumping on board. So, I mean, it's only so, a matter of time, Michael. It's only a matter of time before you're going to be asking to borrow this shirt, and I'm going to let him do it. I'm going to no. let him do it. <laughs> he ain't so, going to fit, he ain't gonna fit so, that shirt. So the pro – whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a low blow there, Brandon. But so, so you say that a U of L fan cannot wear a blue shirt at all. No, he, Doesn't he have to wear be blue. Kentucky. I mean, I'd be. I don't know if I'd wear a red one. I mean, it's just. I'm pretty sure I've seen both you all wear Cardinals t-shirts. So don't give me this crap if you all don't. You all wear everything and nothing but blue. So I mean, I have nothing against the color red. I'm just saying it better not have a cardinal with teeth on it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy birds. <laughs> well, and also, guys, I th- I think that I think Louisville fans they just it really hits at their soul the fact that like SEC football matters, ACC football will never matter. You could have an eight win, nine win season that. in the ACC; it's not gonna mean anything. You ain't beat nobody. I mean, yeah. you, even in the SEC, Kentucky could have a seven eight win season. That's gonna me- mean more than a team winning ten wins in the ACC. It just does because you have no competition. You got one team to beat in the ACC. If you beat Clemson, hell, you got a shot at the Natty at that point. I mean, you got one. You got one. I don't. No, no, I don't. I highly doubt we got a chance at the national championship if we beat Clemson. Well, if you beat Clemson, you most likely beat everybody else on the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, but I I mean, I want to disagree with that. The SEC is 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 the prime time of football, and they're. The chance that, I mean, outside of Clemson, that another ACC team gets into the Final Four, National Championship game, whatever you want to call it, that there's no way it's going to happen. I mean, it's going to have to take an act of God for something to happen to Clemson for them to fall off. Yeah. And for, I mean, anyone else to argue that the three best, the other three teams should be someone else than the SEC is just crazy. I mean, I can, I can say that now is that, I'd rather see four SEC teams in the college football playoff than a whole mix of other leagues. You know, this whole give everyone other leagues a chance. Are you fine with one of those teams being Kentucky? No. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I would love, I would love to see you all play Alabama after they just got beat by somebody and all pissed off, and you all got to go in as a number four seed and they're a number one seed. And just get their butts whooped on national TV, on three different three different ESPN stations. You know, you ESPN one, ESPN two, and ESPN news. So I would love yeah, to see, see this is where we differ because I don't even want to see Louisville there. I don't even want to see Louisville <laughs> in that predicament. So got ESPN the Ocho. <laughs> and Michael, look, look, Michael, let me ask you another question because we're talking SEC football here. And the longest tenured coach besides Mark's, uh, Mark Saban in the SEC uh, East, well, we're talking SEC East, but the longest tenured coach is now Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops also 
won SEC Coach of the Year in 2018. Um, but yet you talk to some, some fans here in the city of Louisville, some Louisville fans, they absolutely have no respect for Mark Stoops. Why is that? I mean, I don't want to speak for the fan base because I know you've got your crazies both on both sides. You've got the, mm-hmm. the Dodd Hart, I'll kill every U of L fan I see, or I'll kill every UK fan I see, or blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, I don't personally hate the guy. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with him. I think he's, he's tasked to lead a team that he feels is the best fit for him, and that's, you know, that's his job. And I'm not going to hate somebody for doing their job that they want to do. I mean, he worked hard to get to his position, just like every other coach in the college football. So, I mean, he just brings a certain personality that University of Kentucky wanted, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just I think it's crazy though that you you see some fans that just still like put him down as like he's just some joke of a coach. I mean every no matter what coach you have, you're gonna have ups and downs. There's been times where yeah. I mean Juts, you you remember this where we've been we left that Florida game a couple years ago and we were ready to fire him then. But listen, you're gonna have that with whatever coach you go through. Mark yeah. Stoops took a, a program that you know. <laughs> you can look back at the images from that Joker Phillips game against Vanderbilt where there was maybe 10 people in the stands. He took that program and is now, you know, a couple of years ago, continued to go to the SEC championship game. Going to have a hell of a team this year that we could be pushing at that again. So, I mean, you see where this program has gone. The recruiting is through the roof right now. And he deserves all the credit in the world. So I guess it might be just a little bit jealousy since Wolves kind of stuck with their second pick behind uh, Patrice. Last year, do what? What was UK's record last year? I forgot. Uh, they won eight win. They had eight wins uh, after the bowl game against uh, Virginia Tech. So decent season. Yeah, I mean, we can do that with a uh, wide receiver as quarterback. Yeah, who knows where we would have been if Terry Terry stays healthy and uh, doesn't go down there against Eastern Eastern Michigan. So uh, real I quick, also think, Michael, I also ahead. think you shouldn't uh, discount. Coach Satterfield, I mean, you know, we saw, I mean, Kentucky fans saw what was the last game. Well, it wasn't the last game of Petrino, but the last game of that whole era and the beatdown you all put on us in Cardinal Stadium. So, you know, that was our low point, our Vanderbilt game, if you want to call it that. So to turn the season around and to change a whole mentality of a program in a year, I think that hey, deserves I give some him, credit. I do. I give I give Coach Satterfield a lot of credit because I did not think that Louisville would be in a position to even go to a bowl game this past year. And to turn the, the that program around from where they were at the end of the Bobby Petrino era, it is I mean, I give him all the credit in the world. Now is he gonna be able to sustain that with the way he's recruiting? I don't know. I mean, we'll have to yeah. see, you know, because he's gonna have to start getting some guys or else, you know, he's he's not gonna be able to continue that momentum if, if that yeah, makes any and, sense and the ACC was down last year just overall so I think it was a it was a good first year to have but I think this year with the ACC getting stronger it's going to be a tougher test for um for him to sustain that momentum that he built in his first year so it'll be interesting to see hopefully we can all see it in person though all right, real quick before we move on to another topic, who is your pick to win the uh, national title this year? Just give me a, give me a name. Who we think? Judge, you got anybody? 
I'm going with Clemson again. You think Clemson's going to do it, Michael? Yeah, after the whole LSU thing, I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. Michael, what do you think? Did they lose Trevor Lawrence? No, he's back. Oh, yeah, Clemson. Justin? I really don't know, so I'm just going to go with the uh, all-time favorite, uh, Alabama. That's a good pick. Roll Tide. Uh, roll, roll Tide. I, I'm going with Ohio State. I think uh, I think they kind of got gypped last year with not being able to compete in the playoffs. Uh, Justin Fields is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He'll be uh, probably the leading candidate for the Heisman. I think Ohio State finds a way to get into the playoffs uh, and wins this year. So – uh, let's move on real quick, guys, and we're going to do some quick fire questions real quick, but it's going to be sports related. So we're going to do uh, just a few questions, and I'm going to see what you guys think. You guys ready? Now, the point of this is you're coming up with an answer off the top of your head. Don't have time to think. I want you to get your uh, your first answer that comes to you once I ask the question. You guys ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. So no, uh, question number one. Okay, we've probably experienced this a bunch in this UK UofL rivalry, but I'm not just talking about in UK UofL college sports. I'm talking about sports in general. Okay, so um, the question is, who's the one athlete, either college or pro, that you irrationally despise or dislike? Anybody want to go first? Uh, uh, I'll tell you mine if, if you want some time to think. I was going to say Russell Wilson. Why is that? I don't know. He just looks like a huge douche. <laughs> He's got a punchable face. <laughs> yeah, his curly hair and stuff, I hate him. I mean, he's he's a great athlete. He's a great quarterback. He's You almost kind of hate him because you can't really. I think it's, uh, too, like he's backing up everything he's doing. But just whenever he got his raise, he went on Instagram. He was, like, laying there with his model girlfriend or whatever with a chain and his stupid curly head. Talking about two chains? Damn, I do want to punch you right in the face, cocky. (laughs) I can't say everything, but I don't know. I just never liked the dude. He's ugly. Michael, who's who's your athlete that you irrationally don't like? (laughs) Grayson Allen, Duke. Oh, that – well – that's not irrational. We everybody has a reason to like. <laughs> he's he's just a douche. So, <laughs> Justin, what about you all? We'll go with uh, Joe Kim Noah, little princess. Oh, good one, good one. Yeah, he he was probably <laughs> the most hateable Florida Gator of all time. Oh, oh there he is, Justin. He's still there. Mine, I I can't get away from this the UK UFL stuff. You guys know me. Louisville, the Louisville hatred runs deep in my family and eventually yeah. with my daughter. Who's, who will, who will <laughs> eventually. Nope. nope. So, um, you guys probably have had the, the Kentucky fan, not Michael, because you, you probably like these guys, but you guys probably all had your uh, fair share of Louisville players you've despised. But I don't think one has ever quite um, been at the same level of dislike as Montrez Harrell. <laughs> what? I just I didn't like the I didn't like the showboating, the the flexing, the the he he just seems so cocky. I, I just couldn't stand. 
there's, there's just never – maybe, I mean, you get, you throw some of the other guys like Terrence Williams and things like that into the mix. Some of those guys, you know, weren't was, very likable. Uh, their point guard, like, back in 2003, it was all light. Edgar Sosa? So, see, yeah, he looked like a little to me. I could not stand that guy. Patrick Sparks. Let's not, remember, let's not forget about him, you know. He's pretty good. Sparks fan. He was going to be the next uh, Michael Jordan, so. Hey, he gave all of us unathletic short white guys, you know, hope. Because, <laughs> he, I mean, he was out there balling, but he looked like he was – you should be scared at the YMCA or something. <laughs> Playing in our league, pretty much. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, question number two, okay? Uh, other than teams that you cheer for, which team do you think has the best uniforms? Oregon. Oregon? Uh, Oregon's got – You got a bunch no. to choose from with Oregon. I love – yeah, exactly. I just love Oregon. <laughs> Michael? Uh, man. I probably would go – it sucks because I cheer for him, but – no, I'd actually go – I would stay in the Northwest. I'd go uh, uh, the Seahawks or the uh, the Mariners, Seattle Mariners. Okay. I like it. Each year old. Justin? Uh, let's see here. I think – did he just hit well, puberty? Are we, <laughs> talking, are we talking about like a certain sport or <laughs> no? It, all, out of all sports, uh, let's see. I kind of like Vandy. I like the black and the gold. Okay, okay. I, like it. I was hey, gonna. Was, cool ones. What? Army, army. army. Well, army and navy. They both got some yeah. cool. I like armies where it's yeah, the whole. Digital camo and black. That one's pretty cool. I had a couple. One, I really, I've always really liked the like the pinstripes, the Yankee uniforms for some reason. Just like that classic look. I don't like the Yankees, but hell, the, oh, yeah. their uniforms are pretty, pretty, you know, iconic. And then also, uh, I'm a fan of like the simple like Penn State uniform. Something about just like that, just solid, you know, navy and white, just seems like a cool idea how they've kept that like classic look for so long so those would well, be think, the two that i've that i think I've, what, what's good about those type of uniforms is because they're so ancient they that's a different era in college football where it was basic football it wasn't this showboating you know the oregon uniforms yeah. are 15 different combinations and notre dame's the same way michigan um ucla i mean they're basic uniforms or they used to be at least to where you know, with Joe Paterno, you know, you play for the name on the front, not the back, and that's all – That you didn't have a choice to put your name on the back. It was all you – know, Do you notice that Penn State all had the same types of helmets, all the shut uh, helmets when Paterno was coaching? We made – They all had – like, there's different styles of helmets, yeah. like the redundancy, the uh, shut. They all had the same shut helmets. Okay. Might have had different face masks, but they all had the same style helmet. I think I'm one of the only people who ever just, like, noticed that little off thing. They don't have any names on the backs, like Michael said. It was was weird, but uh, after Paterno, you know, left and all that stuff, that's when they – I guess they started allowing them to have different helmets. But if you go back 
all the same type of helmet. All right, so uh, question number three, guys, is what sport has a big following that you just don't understand why? Like, why don't you understand why the, the, this sport is so popular? I'll go with mine first. Competitive, competitive eating because, I, you know, who wants to watch some guy dip their damn hot dogs <laughs> in a thing of water and smoosh it all over the mouth? It's just – it's disgusting. Okay, there's more than just hot dogs. <laughs> there's brisket, pizza, donuts, See, corn Apparently dogs. Michael's been watching a lot of these. Cause it I, ain't I've been living it, man. I've been living dogs. it. I thought it stopped at hot dogs, but apparently <laughs> people craving a lot of stuff in their mouths, apparently. Guts? Thing but a chicken wing. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know if that's big calling or not, but I just don't get it. Like water polo or like where they're on the horses? The horses. No. I don't I don't even know if there is a following for that. Uh curling. That's in the what? Olympic. Everybody watches curling. I don't know, man. I could sweep my floor. I I'm I'm <laughs> Hey, have you ever watched curling? I've hey, I've stumbled upon some like curling late night during the Olympics, and I tell you, you yep. sit there and watch that for hours, and you're like, it's intense. This, yeah, you don't even realize how like you know intense and competitive that is. It's crazy. I guess it's kind of like me and bowling. I used to just sit and watch bowling on the. Oh ESPN. god, I hate bowling. The thing with curling is bowling like you when you think yeah, of Olympic. <laughs> the thing with the, like Olympic athletes, you always think of them being like super fit, like the greatest. You know, athletes in the world, and you see these curlers, and it looks like they're dads. Know, somebody's dad out there. I mean, but there's like a lot of belly. things that we there's a lot of things that we call sports that aren't really sports, like NASCAR. NASCAR oh, is sport. So why I don't get why we we call yeah. it a sport, why we put it on ESPN. I mean, ESPN puts a lot of stuff on there, but it's not a sport; it's a hobby. It, I mean, it doesn't take a lot to drive a car. I do it every day. I do it every day, okay? Justin, is so, golf <laughs> is golf a sport? Yeah, because you got it's muscle memory and it's you gotta train for it. I okay, mean, well, anybody yeah. can drive a car. I saw I saw on the news where a three year old was driving on the interstate the other day. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It's Why not is... a sport. I mean, hell, you gotta put if you're gonna put NASCAR on there, you gotta put darts, you gotta put dominoes, you gotta put all those things. They're in the same category. Okay, Darts is is on ESPN. I know it's on ESPN. That <laughs> so don't is make it cornhole. Sport. Cornhole. <laughs> I don't make it a sport. Sumo wrestling. <laughs> but why is the spelling bee on there? I still don't understand. Uh, see, see, now you're proving my point. Now you're proving my point. Not a sport either. Can you all, okay? Yeah. No, could you could you all spell half of those words without them popping Still, up on the screen? It's not a sport. Yeah. I get that it's I a competition. On my phone. It's a competition. It's not a sport. <laughs> So y'all y'all are gonna hate me on this one, but horse racing. Oh, I cannot. I, I just I, I just can't get into it. Like I've, I've, he, comes, he comes on a Kentucky he's a horse based hater. podcast. He's a and horse he hater. Hating on horse racing, Michael. <laughs> got got some big old. You know what? Racing, and they made the <laughs> No, I, I just it, it's just a. I mean, yes, it's it's a sport that you have to train for. You have to train horses. You have to train jockeys. And but as a fan, you don't you don't care where this horse is from or the 
story or anything, but it's just you only care how it finishes in a race. I mean, that's just at the end of the day, that's all you care because that's you care about money. Yeah, exactly. You're going to care about the money you make from a horse. You don't care about what team you know, you're not placing bets on Louisville or Kentucky winning. You just rather see Kentucky win. I mean, I'm not going to go out and say, oh, I just want to see this horse win because I just want it to win. No, I want to make some money off of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I get where you're going coming from with, like, the, the, the horse is really the one doing all the work. So how is it, you know, if it, it's more of a horse, it's a sport for the horse more than it is the jockey or anybody else involved. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I understand yeah, I that. that drinking should be a sport. What should be a sport? Some people start chugging beers and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. That's on the Ocho. Now we're going back to hot dogs. You can throw that in with the hot dogs. Now, hey, I don't the, the dude chug 12 beers in 10 minutes then watch the dude eat 16 hot dogs or whatever. I think me and Brandon we are chugging yeah. about 10 beers in about 10 minutes. So Now, the, the one that I was going to say, guys, is, is golf. Probably shouldn't be drinking beer. Judge, shut up. The one that I the one that I was gonna say is is golf because I I mean I love golf like I, I I'm not any good at it but I like to play you know when I get a chance to play but I mean I've never understood the ones that like will sit there and follow along with like who's leading and who's like I, I mean I'll I'll watch it just to see how you know you know certain people are playing or whatever but like the ones that follow it die hard to see who's who's winning each tournament and stuff like that and cheering for a certain player. I've never got it. I know golf is huge. I know that it's it's a sport that, you know, all ages can play. And I enjoy playing. I'm not any good, but whenever I do play, it's fun. But I've just never gotten the, you know, the crazy fan base behind watching golf on TV. Just never got it. What do you guys think? I like to put sleep before. What? Jets? I fell asleep before. Justin, did you say you like putt-putt? Yeah, putt-putt's my game. I'm like the Tiger Wood of putt-putt, so. I'm calling I'm, I'm more the Phil Mickelson, so. I'm more of the Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, happy, happy couldn't putt, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, that kind of leads that me into my uh, – that kind of leads me into my next question, guys. Favorite sports movie of all time and go. Who wants to go first? Waterboy. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Right. Remember the remember the Titans. Boom. That's oh a good man, one too. y'all got too too quick. Y'all took all the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. Hell, give me a minute, Brandon. You go. I was gonna say Mighty Ducks because I since remember, he already wrote all the damn questions down, he should have one ready. <laughs> I was gonna Mighty say actually, I didn't even have this one rolled down, but I remember I don't even like hockey, but the, for some reason I remember watching the Mighty Ducks as a kid, and I I was like beyond ecstatic when they won. So if I if any, I had to pick sports. What was that? Any Disney Channel movie with sports. Like yeah. double team with the twin uh sisters and all that. Every time a uh Disney Channel Johnny movie. Tsunami. I'm yes. a, hey, I'm gonna give y'all one. I didn't give mine yet. I didn't give mine yet. This was for Michael specifically Secretary. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know what? Another good underrated uh, sports movie is is that 
uh, movie Rebound with Martin Lawrence where he get, he throws like those <laughs> misfits uh, yeah team together to to play basketball. I always what about that was... the earbuds? Earbuds like the <laughs> good one with yeah, the dogs. A good one, the dogs, especially with the yeah. dogs that we have. You know, I you know, never mind. I was gonna say something, but I don't wanna I don't wanna take it to there. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, guys, listen, I appreciate you guys so much for uh, coming on the podcast. I know that uh, these do take, you know, a little bit of time here late at night. So I do appreciate you all taking time to come on here and, and, uh, and talking about some, some important issues here in the state of Kentucky. So uh, hopefully we will uh, have you guys back on next week if you're um, open for it. And we're just going to keep it rolling, keep the train rolling. We got, we're all ready to double digits, guys. Who would have ever thought we'd make it to double digits, right? Episode 10. Uh, we will be back with you all next week for episode number 11. Uh, please, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, uh, like and share the video uh, here on Facebook. Uh, that helps us reach more viewers, more listeners. Uh, so please help us out, like and share uh, so we can reach more people with our uh, audience here. So thank you guys for coming on, and we will be back with you all next week for episode number 11. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Toodles.